Hi guys, welcome to Bumps and Besties, a podcast about navigating the journey to motherhood through fertility struggles, friendship, and all the bumps along the way. I'm your host, Lexi, along with my co-host and bestie. Hi, I'm Amy. Our podcast is here to explore the often tricky, usually emotional path to motherhood through the lens of two besties on two different paths. Laugh with us, cry with us, and know wherever you're at on your journey, you're never alone because your besties are here and we have your back. And welcome back to another episode of Bumps and Besties. Good morning. How are you doing this week, Amy? Yeah, good. Better, better. Give Things us your bump fun. date week. 20. Wow. 20, yes. Halfway. Mm-hmm. That is so exciting. And definitely feeling bigger yeah. and rounder and looking more like a pregnant person. And everywhere I go, people go, oh, you've actually got a tummy now. And I'm like, oh. yes, yes, I do. <laughs> um, but no, it's been a good week. It's been another busy week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, feeling mostly fine just a little bit sleep deprived <laughs> yeah yeah okay definitely feel that yeah sure and yourself yeah sleep deprived <laughs> so i'm definitely at the point where my body is physically feeling the effects of being almost 35 weeks pregnant it's ready <laughs> yeah i feel heavy my joints are like sore it's a struggle to go to the gym it's a struggle to sleep it's it's getting harder and mm-hmm. that's fine like i'm i'm very much in the mindset like i've only got a few weeks left and then you know you go back to your age which is nice but yeah that mixed with a teething toddler mm. that's not sleeping through the night it's been a bit rough <laughs> it's been a little bit rough but that's okay. We're almost yes. there and that's the exciting Not long part. to go. No, I will have my daughter in a matter of weeks, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. We had our checkup as well for the head Oh, size. yes. So those who listened in last week will know that I was given a little bit of a scare that mm-hmm. my daughter's head was undersized. So I went back yesterday and they, the radiographer that I had was still measuring it as being undersized. She ended up going and getting the OB who mm. came in, effectively turned my daughter from <laughs> like the outside and remeasured her head and she is fine. Okay, so she was just laying in a weird position. <sighs> yeah, a little bit frustrating that we couldn't have done that last week. Yeah. Anyway, so everything's fine. He said everything's looking exactly normal. She is a smaller size. Mm-hmm. So she is around the two, two and a half kilos. Mm-hmm. And so she may not get to that sort of three and a half, four kilo by the time she comes out in three weeks, mm-hmm. which is fine. At least she's just a little. She'll just be a petite baby. Fine. So I will have one giant child, <laughs> one little petite child. But no, it's it's good, like, knowing that everything is kind of moving along the way that it should. Yeah. And now that I'm having a break from work and this is our last podcast, I can actually properly nest. Yeah. Went and got my baby seat this morning. I'm going to go out and get my bassinet this afternoon. Yeah. So I feel like I can actually focus some of my time and energy on this baby, yeah. which is a really nice, like, relief. Yeah, you always go, 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 and up until this point it oh, yeah. just needs <laughs> some things to drop off and, yeah. Yeah, exactly, like actually having open days in my schedule now. I'm like, oh, I can, like, wash all Do the things. baby things and, you know, put together her drawers. And, yeah, it's been really nice. 
better yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure so guys we thought given that we are going to be on a little bit of a break we wanted to finish off our series in terms of what we find essential in different parts of our pregnancy so amy is going to cover her essentials for trimester, trimester two because that's where you're at mm-hmm. and then i'll do trimester three mm-hmm. so do you want to kick it off so some of them are fairly similar to the first trimester in all honesty I I think I touched on it last week. I expected to feel wonderful at this point and I'm still <laughs> exhausted. Um, the fatigue for me never went away yeah. at all. That initial fatigue that hits in week five, six has stuck around. Yeah. Um, and combined with the fact now that I'm starting to get uncomfortable and I can't sleep properly, my wake-up time this week has been 4 a.m., much to my husband's surprise when he wakes up for work at 5 and I'm awake and he's like, oh, what are you doing up? I'm, I don't know. Ask my body, why am I awake? <laughs> So the tiredness never really went away. So for me, napping and giving myself permission to mm-hmm. nap, like if I fall asleep on the couch, I fall asleep on the couch and yeah. don't wake me up, no. don't touch me, don't yeah. just leave me alone and let me sleep on the couch for an hour or two because I have not slept all night. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, like you've got to, it's almost like <laughs> managing a baby's sleep, you know, if they're really not great nappers during the day but they sleep through the night, like you need X amount of sleep throughout mm-hmm. your 24-hour period, so you just take it when you can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I fell asleep on the couch the other afternoon and my husband was like, why don't you just, like, go to bed? And I was like, no, I need to eat, I need to do these things, but, like, give me an hour, I'm going to lay mm. here for an hour and then I'm going to do those things and then I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, being able to just allow myself to rest, even in, when I wake up at 4 o'clock just laying in bed and doing nothing until I feel like I can finally get up because it's just, for me, the exhaustion has never gone away. Yeah. Icy cold drinks. We talked about a few weeks ago. I did not expect my teeth to hurt. Yes. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought my teeth were all falling out for some <laughs> weird random reason. Is it because, you know, my diet's changed? I don't know. But my teeth just throb at times. So I think it's the blood flow. That's what they but said, yeah. you've got more blood than you've ever had in your body ever before, it's that all the blood is kind of moving through every part of your body. Yeah. So, and then it sets off the nerves and all the rest of it. So yeah. it's really weird. But it's the strangest thing. Pregnancy. Yeah. So ice drinks. I have this thing about as a rapper's iced tea at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, much to my husband's delight, that is the only real craving I've had. So no weird stuff at 2, 3 a.m. He just okay. has to come home with a rapper's iced tea every day and I'm fine. That's as nice. long as that's, that's where we're at. That sounds good comfy pillows both for my head and my tummy absolutely because again sleep is little so make the best quality of what i can get um and also i still have a cat sleeping in the bed with me as well who thinks it's fun to like oh wait mom's awake it's playtime and i'm like get off me (laughs) Uh, trying to give him attention because you know we're going away and there is eventually a baby coming and i feel bad for him but also wanting to push him off the side of the bed some nights (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely um a belly band yeah so i I have minimally. So more when I'm cleaning the house and doing things that I know are going to involve a lot of bending. So I was fairly against wearing the belly band because I honestly just felt like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I barely have a belly. So I have quite a long torso. Mm -hmm. So baby boy has grown upwards before he's grown out. So I'm always out of breath because he's pushed all my organs right up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I asked my sonographer about it last week when we did the morphology scan. And I was like, look, you know, some days I feel like I'm the size of a whale, but then some days I feel like I can still get away hiding it. Mm. Not hiding, like some days like you can look at me and go, is she just chubby or is she pregnant kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I felt a bit silly. I'm like, oh, well, I don't need to wear a belly band. Like, And then I went and she was explaining that 
although he's growing up and not so much out, which has all changed this week, he's popped right on out. <laughs> but she said, you know, there's still a lot going on with your ligaments and mm-hmm. your uterus and all that yeah. kind of thing. So you still need to support that, even if you don't feel like you're coming out forwards. There's mm-hmm. a lot happening and just having that support and some tightening and strapped in. Um, you know, things like vacuuming, I've never found so painful. So yeah. <laughs> just making sure. So I have started wearing that, especially if I know I'm going to be quite active because it does help and it does help those ligaments have that bit of extra support because um, baby is nearly half a kilo now and then yeah. uterus and fluid. I and it, it's not just the baby's weight yeah. itself. There's so much more. There's so much there. more going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've gotten to a point now too where I can feel where he is when I touch yeah, my stomach, nice. which is kind of nice because it used to just feel squishy and now I'll be like, oh, hang on, there's a little nub of something there. Like yeah. there's someone there. My husband tells me to stop poking him if I give him like a dent in the head because I keep touching him. But no, no, you know, that's not going to happen. Gonna happen. <laughs> uh, bike shorts. Yes. I currently, so the weather is getting warmer here and we are due for a heat wave next week. So I've been living in leggings and oversized jumpers and sweaters and stuff. And then I tried on a few things. So because we are going away and I was like, oh, what am I going to wear? Like I haven't even thought about a summer wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Skirts are a no-go because mm-hmm. to wear them over my tummy, they come way too short and yeah. it just, it's not a good look for anybody. Um, and maternity, I bought one pair of maternity denim shorts and they're so uncomfortable. Oh. I hate them. So I'm going to have to hunt around and see if I can find a pair that I do like, mm-hmm. but bike shorts are my best friend at the moment. Yeah. And also because I'm still getting chubbier thighs and my legs rub together and it's not comfortable. So yeah. no, they're such a good friend. And also I find like when you've got bike pants, it gives you like the belly support. As yeah. Well. Just like mild compression in that area yeah. will make you feel so much more like at the end of the day supported. you're supported yeah. and you won't get the sort of hip pain like if i don't wear bike shorts for a day i really notice it yeah 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 so definitely and i didn't even if i'm wearing a dress now i've usually got bike shorts underneath because yeah. it's just so much easier yeah um what else bigger bras yes i was putting it off because I initially thought, I already have relatively big boobs. Surely they can't get any bigger, right? Like, surely eventually when the time comes, they'll just fill with milk. No, 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 they've gotten bigger, significantly bigger, and apparently will still continue to do so. Yeah, wait till your comes in, you'll look like a porn star. Yeah, so (laughs) I was putting off any kind of bra or clothes shopping because I was like, you know, we're only halfway, like I still have a lot of growing to do. But again, while trying to pack, I realised that I have very little that fits. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing I can currently get myself into are like those super stretchy crop top sleeping style things that you get from Kmart um so that's all I've got at the moment so I'm going to have to do some actual bra shopping because I don't fit in anything else that I own so therefore I can't wear half my wardrobe that does fit because it's so a little uh company that I found or they're not a little company they're a great big company Mm -hmm. that I found that was really helpful because I'm the same as you big boobed girls um it's called be free australia okay and so they do maternity bras but they're supportive enough that you can wear them like i've been wearing them most of my pregnancy yeah and they do a band size and a cup size oh. but there's no wires in them yeah and they just have like extra bits of support and then they're maternity clips yeah so i think the thing i hate wires in a bra generally and even more now so yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um the other brand that i find really nice is nala they keep popping off my instagram a little bit more expensive but that if you want something like more supportive Mm -hmm. they have a wireless bralette that's again you can get like the cup size and the band size different because that's what i need like yeah 
I'm still quite petite, but I have huge boobs. <laughs> Buying like an uh, extra, extra large crop top for me doesn't work. No. Because then I have to sew the back of it closed, yeah. just to get the cup coverage. So those are the two brands I would highly recommend. Okay. So yeah, so I'm going to have to do some bra shopping and just figure out even if I can find something that kind of grows with me, that are maybe a couple of cup sizes too big, I don't know. I don't know what. Well, I mean, that's a good thing about the maternity. A lot of the maternity bras will have extra hooks at the back. Yeah. So it grows with you because especially when you're breastfeeding, anyone that's been through that before, you'll notice that when you're really full, it pulls a lot more across your back because obviously your boobs feel mm -hmm. like bigger and they're heavier. And then once you've done a feed, you sort of like snap Flip the clack once. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need it. So, yeah, definitely look at some maternity bras that you can kind of do both with. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, and then, again, small, easy food. So mm -hmm. things I don't have to think too much about because I don't like cooking at the best of times, but also that fatigue and exhaustion means that I get hungry, but then I cannot be bothered to make myself something to yeah. eat. So I've got this habit now of just cutting up a whole bunch of apples, chucking them in a Ziploc bag with some lemon juice and just having them in the fridge because I'll be sitting there thinking I really need to eat, but I'm not getting up and I can't be bothered. I'm not going to, you know, get up and cut something or cook something. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so just having a few things pre-prepared that I can grab so that I'm not sitting there going, meh, I'll just wait till dinner time because mm. I can't be bothered to cook something at lunchtime. Yeah. I've become a cereal girly. Mm. Like... I'm not usually a cereal person, but that has become my like, oh my God, I'm really hungry and I need something that has some kind of nutritional value to yeah. it and I'll make a bowl of cereal. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the time these days, especially if you get like a nice granola or something, it's fortified with iron, which yeah. is really good. If you have it with whole milk, then you're getting extra calcium yeah. and all the protein. So that can sometimes help. Yeah, it's a yeah. good idea. So, yeah, and then well, I think a lot of it too is I just – I fill up on fluids a lot, which mm -hmm. I guess isn't a, always a bad thing because depending on what fluids they are, like love a smoothie, yes, love a, like a milk. Like it's very weird because people think like, oh my God, you're an adult human who drinks milk. Yes, I like a glass of milk in the morning <laughs> and I like a glass of milk in the evening. That's and fine. so I do find that if I'm a little bit hungry but I really can't be bothered, mm. something that's smoothie-based or milk-based yeah. and just constantly having something in front of me to drink basically mm -hmm. keeps a lot of that under control. And also I didn't realize how dehydrated you get. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, so easily. So, so thirsty all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I think that's pretty much me. A lot of it's fairly similar to the first trimester. I feel like the only change that's really happened is that some of the nausea has gone away a bit. Um, but besides that, I'm feeling like we're just Chugging along. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's it. One foot in front of the other every week will pass you by. So, yeah. <laughs> but yes, so what are we doing for try three? So, trimester three, very like lots of similar stuff to what you've just said. And obviously, you'll kind of continue all those, those kind of things through. For me, and this is obviously going to be different for every single mm -hmm. baby, but I have the worst heartburn of my life. Oh, yep. It is so extreme. Like some days I'm eating like a whole strip of Gaviscon. Mm -hmm. And like that's perfectly fine and safe mode. It's like, <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. These things happen. But because she's taking up so much space and squishing my stomach and squishing my esophagus and mm -hmm. squishing everything, I just get really painful reflux. Yeah. And it happens if I haven't eaten for a couple of hours, I get it really badly. Mm. So I'm like you in the fact that I need to have snacks all yeah. the time. 
Um, but yeah, that has been like my number one thing that I cannot live without at the moment is gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little, a little strange. Um, definitely with you in terms of the belly pillow. Mm-hmm. I cannot like lie down without it effectively. <sighs> like even if I'm just having a chill afternoon with Ted on the play mat and we're kind of playing, if I lie down, I have to like wedge a pillow under my belly. Yeah. Because the pressure of it, like just leaning down on the ground without any support is agonizing. Mm-hmm. My afternoon cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it has become dead essential for me. Yeah. Because... Ted's naps have been like a bit on and off during the day. So sometimes he'll get one. And if I don't have anything to do, I'll go and have a sleep as well. But sometimes I feel like I get more tired. Yeah. (laughs) So I obviously like I'm sticking with the only two cups of coffee a day thing. So I have my cup of coffee in the morning to drag my ass out of bed. (laughs) And then about two, three o'clock in the afternoon, I make another cup of coffee. And I literally like stare at my Count down the clock. Can I have my coffee? <laughs> and, it, like, if I don't, like, I can't make it through dinner. No. Because I'm cooking Ted dinner. He's generally awake from, like, 2 till 7, so it's, like, five hours of playtime. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, meal prepping for him, keeping him entertained. He's really active at the moment, so we're doing a lot of, like, outside play. So there's been, like, I just... Mama needs some caffeine. <laughs> yeah, I need the energy to make sure I can make it through. Earplugs. Oh. So I have become like the kind of person that will wake up a few times a night now mm-hmm. as well. So in order to like quiet my brain and quiet myself back to sleep, I need to have my earplugs in. Mm-hmm. And like we have a monitor, baby monitor in the bedroom with us. Mm-hmm. It's on my side of the bed, but Ash, my husband, doesn't wear earplugs to bed. Yeah. Also he snores. So, <laughs> so it just helps me to like if I can't hear anything outside of me mm-hmm. my brain will quieten down yeah whereas if i don't have my earplugs in and i can hear my husband snoring and i can hear like the outside or you know one of the animals doing something yeah like, i will just my thoughts will run for hours yeah and i will never get back to sleep mm-hmm. so that has become 100 percent necessary for me. the only like weird thing is sometimes that if hubs gets up before me in the morning and ted's having a random sleep in i won't wake up and gets me because i can't hear anything yeah so that has been like a bit strange but yeah i if i don't have them in i'll just lie awake and be like oh what do i need i need to do this i need to do that and like i just can't shut off my inner monologue it's like my inner monologue thinks it will die if it is not making noise yeah if i can hear other noises going on around me it's so. amazing how distracting the world can be yeah really like you know we live like kind of rurally so it's not like we've got traffic or anything going on but it's literally just if i can hear the outside ambient noise mm. or even like if ted's just not awake but like making noise when he's sleeping it will keep me awake yeah. enough to not be able to go back to sleep so they have definitely become essential for me <laughs> And the last thing which I didn't use that much in my last pregnancy but certainly have this time, and I think it's because of the shape of my belly. Mm-hmm. Like with Ted, he sat along my belly, sort of like across me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the constant roll down of the yeah. undies. Whereas with 
baby girl, she's sitting super high. So anything that kind of cuts across my belly button is quite uncomfortable. Yeah. And I bought one pair of over the belly undies mm -hmm. and it was like the most comfortable day of my life. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> I need more. Oh my God, I think this is a game changer. So I'm literally going to Target this afternoon. I think they're a burly over the belly Mm -hmm. underpants and they're so comfy and just to get through the next few weeks yeah, in comfort like, just to not like it's like most people like it probably wouldn't bother them but i'm not like a low-waisted yeah undie mm -hmm. girl as it is like i have them but then i just feel like everything's hanging out yeah so i don't like that either so <laughs> i'm just like okay i'm just gonna go full coverage pull them up as high as they go pull up my life pants <laughs> over the top of them because it's the other thing like if you've got your undies start rolling down then your bike pants will start rolling yeah whereas if you have the over the belly like the bike pants kind of stick to them yeah which is great and it's weird to kind of adjust yourself in public yeah, when everything yeah, starts you're rolling like, oh, and you're <laughs> you're like you can just feel it you'll be standing there and just feel like the roll and you're like oh, i can't do anything about this <laughs> so yes that has been something new that i haven't experienced before but this time definitely have and I think you just got to be comfy. Yeah, but that's there's it. There's no point in just being like, oh, just stick it out. I'm like, no. No. And I'm also thinking like recovery as well. That'll be good, yeah. Infection, it's good to have nothing that's like anywhere near pulling at my scar. And that's the weird thing. Like with the roll down, they roll down to my scar. Yeah. So then I get a little bit of friction on that area and that's quite painful. Yeah. So I'm like, nope. I know I've only got three and a half weeks left but I'm just gonna go yeah do the un new undie thing yeah probably do anyway so <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah so that's what I'll be doing this afternoon comfort is definitely key yeah absolutely and I think like the last essential for third trimester is just feeling like you've got your shit together for baby. <laughs> so I've got a few lists now and I'm just like I literally will like plan out the days where I have hubs where I'm like, okay, I need you to be with me so we can go and pick up this or that. Yeah. So I think that's definitely been quite essential to like even things heal out. both of us because I think he's been feeling a little bit stressed as well. Mm -hmm. Like I said to him this morning, I was like, try not to think of three and a half weeks away as being like the time we have a baby and that's going to be worse. Think about it that you'll have time off work. <laughs> <laughs> Just to try and relax him a little bit. Yeah. We've both had a few nights recently where we're like oh my god it's so soon yeah like i feel like i've been pregnant for the whole year which effectively i kind of have yeah <laughs> but at the same time you're always like we don't have enough time and three weeks will just fly by like I it know. feels like it's been on for so long but next thing you know it'll be over i know and then the next stage starts that's mm -hmm. the other thing it's like yeah the uni exams are really <laughs> now. I have to go get a real job <laughs> oh hopefully she's as chilled as ted was Fingers crossed. We yeah. shall see. I mean, he wasn't a great sleeper, so he's still not a great mm -hmm. sleeper. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Think. I could be even more sleep deprived. Great thing is, though, once, you know, she's out. I don't Endless caffeine. Be, yeah, so <laughs> intense about my caffeine, provided I'm, like, feeding and then having my cup of coffee and making sure it's out of my system by the time she goes for the next feed. So yeah. She'll be fine. But yeah, just trying to get myself sorted and I need, like, new recovery shorts and that kind of thing. So mm. just trying to nest i guess and not stress not stress about it i'm just like there's nothing like there's nothing to be done in terms of like her yeah so i'm like just keep going just focus time on ted and enjoy yeah. time on one-on-one -on -one with him as well which i think is really essential if you're doing 
two. Yeah. Because then you just need to give them as much one on one as you can while you can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I think that's it from us. Yes. So we will love you and leave you for a little while. We will be back at some point. We absolutely will. Probably post birth, I would say. Oh, yeah. get my life together and then hopefully the next time we sit down here there'll be a little a little lady either asleep or feeding <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see how we go but we will come back to you guys so go and listen to everything that we've already done yeah I feel like it's weird we kind of thought oh we'll just do a couple of episodes and see how it goes and you guys have responded so well we just kept coming back yeah, like literally like I think we're at what 16, 17 countries around the world you guys listen More to us from like yeah. 20. So you guys <laughs> have blown us away. We didn't think this many people would ever want to listen to us gibber on. No but way. No way. We thought like a handful of our friends would like listen to us and it would just be a thing that we could listen back to to mm. document our, our diaries of baby making really. Yeah. And now we're across the globe. So yeah. thanks, guys. Yes. So we will be back. We will keep you updated to when that will be. Yeah, absolutely. Keep an eye on the socials if you are looking for updates. So we've got Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. You can always send us any DMs through those channels. We also have an email, which I mentioned last week, didn't tell you what it is. So <laughs> bums and besties podcast at outlook.com. If you feel the need to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, we will see you on the flip side. Yes. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye.